the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkland A. Smith is the senior pastor. Now, Victory Lane. I'm your host, Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr. Welcome to Victory Lane and come with us now as we travel down the highway of life serving God and building up the kingdom of God by the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world, recruiting sinners who do not know Jesus in the pardon of their sins, while encouraging believers to remain steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And remembering this always, for God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe it in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Our subject today, as we continue in the book of Acts, we're going to conclude with uh, chapter 16. You heard the sermon last week at midnight. Now, what happened after midnight, Paul and Silas, they, uh, the jailer got saved, him and his whole household. And then the magistrates woke up in the morning and they found out something that was... Uh, that they shouldn't have done. And what they found out was in Acts 16, let, let me go over this right quick before we get to 17. Now, I'm, I'm at Acts 16 chapter, I'm going to uh, when, uh, uh, 33. And when he, when he took them that same hour, he watched their stripes and was baptized, he and all his. The jailer seen the power of God when God opened up the, de- opened up the jail doors, loosed the chains, loosed the shackles of Paul and Silas' feet as they were praising and, and, and praying unto God. And he thought he was going to, they had gone and escaped, but they were not there. They didn't do that. And Paul said, do thyself no harm. He cried out, what must I do to be saved? Right? And they told him what he needed to do to be saved. And him and his household got saved that same night. And he washed Paul in silent stripes. Now, verse 34, 35. And, and when it was day, the magistrates sent the sergeant saying, let those men go. They said, let, let them go. And the keeper of the prison told this saying to Paul, the magistrates, the judges, have sent to let you go. Now, therefore, depart and go in peace. You can go, Paul. You and Silas. But check this out. Verse 37. But Paul said unto them, they have beaten us openly, uncondemned, being that we're Romans and have cast us into prison, and now do they thrust us privately out, sneak us out? Barely, barely. No, we're not going to let that happen. But let them come and let us let them come and fetch us out themselves. Okay, you're not going to cast us away. You're not going to throw us away. Put us out secretly when you have done wrong. Paul is saying. Verse 38. And the sergeants told these words unto the magistrates, and they feared when they heard that they were Romans, because you're not supposed to do that to Roman citizens. So they feared that they could get jacked up by, 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 by the crowds. 
Okay? And they came and besought them and brought them out and desired them to depart out of the city. So the magistrates come down to Paul and Silas and they let them out and they brought them out and desired that, okay, go ahead and go. And they went out of the prison and entered into the house of Lydia. And when they had seen the brethren, they comforted them and departed. So they went back to Lydia's house and they seen the brethren and comforted each other and departed. Now, let us pray. Father God in heaven, thank you for your grace, goodness, and mercy. We ask you now by the power of the Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way, Jesus. In our hearts and our minds, teach us what you'd have us to learn to make us better equipped men and women of God. And if there's someone who don't know you in the pardon of their sins, may they cry out, what must I do to be saved? Hide me behind the cross. Loose my tongue, illuminate my mind. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's look at uh, chapter 17. Okay. Check this out. This is real good. Now, when they had gone, I got to get my notes. All right. Here we go. Now, when they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of Jews. So, Apollonia to, Apollonia to Thessalonica is about 30 miles. Okay? Then Paul, as his custom was, went into them for three Sabbaths, reasoned with them from the Scripture. So Paul went to church. Check this out. As was the custom. Going to church should be a custom. It should be a lifestyle. It should be something that you do every week. Going to church is going to strengthen you mentally, spiritually, and will help you physically. Hearing the word of God, as was his custom, it should be a lifestyle. Let me tell you, Parents who are sitting at home right now with your child who's five and six years old. How will your child know God if you do not teach them? If you do not show them. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Your child will not know God if you don't tell them about God. And they can't know God if you, mama and daddy, sitting at home, not getting to know God yourself. You're setting them up for the world. You're setting them up for prison. You're setting them up for failure. You're setting them up to be misled. Misguided, run them up, led astray. You're setting your children up. Some of you are already set up now. Setting up your children the same way. Look on the video Facebook, kids cussing like grown folk. What is wrong with you? The prisons are filled with us already. You want to train your child to be a product of lockup? Please. Give them a chance, as was the custom. 
they went to church. Okay, then Paul, as was the custom, went into them and for three Sabbaths reasoned with them from the scriptures. Three weeks in a row, Paul is going to the synagogue, going to church, telling them about Jesus Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ and uh, validating it by the law of Moses and the prophets that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Verse 3, explaining and demonstrating that the Christ had had to suffer and rise again from the dead and saying, this Jesus whom I preach to you is the Christ. This reason, let me tell you, folks, y'all been going by the law of Moses and the prophets. Let me tell you, this Jesus is the Christ, the one spoken of by the prophets. And he takes them to certain scriptures in the, in the Old Testament with the prophets that validates and, 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 and prophesies the coming of Jesus Christ. Check this out. Verse 4. They prophesied. He prophesied. He said, go to Isaiah. Turn to the book of Isaiah. He said, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. And he said, turn Isaiah 53. He said, he was... He was a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. He was he was despised and rejected. He was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. By his stripes we are healed. We are healed by his stripes from the penalty of sin and death. Don't get it twisted. I hear a lot of folks say, by his stripes I'm healed with sickness. He can heal sickness, but that's not what he was saying. Isaiah was saying when he wrote this, he said, by his stripes we are healed from the penalty of sin and death because he conquered sin on the cross and he conquered death when he rose from the grave. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Grave, where is thy victory? He conquered him when he rose from the dead. And by his stripes we are healed from the penalty because he took up on our sins. He who knew no sin became sin for us and died for our sins. Don't mind me. I just get excited sometimes when I talk about Jesus and I talk about the word of God, okay? That's just who I am. Okay. Now, verse 4. And some of them were persuaded and a great multitude of devout Greeks and not a few of the leading women joined Paul and Silas. In other words, the Gentiles and not a few of the leading women, but a lot of them joined Paul and Silas. In other words, they accepted the word of God and the gospel and they became disciples of Christ. Okay? Now, let's move a little further. Now, Remember they had trouble? Check this out. But the Jews who were not persuaded, becoming envious, took some of the evil men from the marketplace, gathering a mob, set all the city in an uproar, and attacked the house of Jason, and sought to bring them out to the people. There will always be some folks wanting to start some mess. Verse 5. 
even in the church. You got to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. They were envious. You got envious. Envious, jealousy, haters, even in the body of Christ. These things shouldn't be. You got to be strong. Pray for those brothers. Pray for those sisters. Okay? And they wanted to do something evil to them. So they gathered a mob and they went down to Jason's house because that's where they were looking for. They went to Jason's house. But get, look what happened. Verse 6. But when they did not find him, they weren't at Jason's. They dragged Jason out and some of the brothers and the rulers of the city crying out. These who have turned the world upside down have come here too. Talking about Paul and Silas and Luke. They turned the world upside down. Talking about Jesus Christ and the gospel. They never heard. This, this has never been heard before. This has never been preached before. They never heard of Jesus Christ as the Savior of the world. Dying for the sins of the world. Shedding his blood on Calvary's cross. Dying in a ball tomb. Rising from the dead. They never heard of that. They had never heard of Jesus Christ. Healing the sick. Raising the dead. Feeding 5,000. Healing all manner of disease. They never heard that. This Jesus Christ made the blind see and the lame walk. They never heard that. This Jesus Christ made the dumb talk and the deaf hear. They never heard that. They never heard Jesus Christ casting out devils. They never heard that. They never heard about this Jesus who is the Messiah walk on water. They never heard that. They never heard about this Jesus who spoke to the winds and the waves on a voice on a boisterous sea and said, Peace be still. And the winds and the waves stopped and the water stopped. And there was complete calm. They never heard that when he said, peace be still. So magnificent was the miracle that the disciples said, what manner of man is this? Whose voice can control the sea? They never heard that. And they're stirring up people. Who is this man? Who is this man? You're talking about his name is Jesus. And you're always going to have haters. Envy and jealousy. But you got to be strong in the Lord and keep doing his will. Okay. Now, and they brought Jason out and they say, Jason, I'm in verse 7 in, in, in chapter 17 of the books of Acts. Jason has harbored them and these are all acting contrary to the decrees of Caesar saying there's another king. They, 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 they are saying, they're disagreeing with the decrees, what we have written and agreed upon. And they're saying there's another king besides Caesar. Guess what? There is another king besides a king over in England. There is another king besides a king in the foreign country of the Arabic nation. There is another emperor. There is another king. His name is Jesus, king of kings and lord of lords. Huh? And this king, this king lives, died, and lives again. All them other kings are going to die, and they'll be in their tombs, and they'll still be there. But the king I'm talking about is sitting in heaven, looking low at the right hand of God. His name is Jesus. There is another king, they say. He, there's another king that they're proclaiming. 
and Jason has harbored them. Now, verse 8, and they troubled the crowd and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. They, they're troubling the crowd and the rulers of the city when they're hearing these things about Jesus. So when they had taken security from Jesus, from Jason and the rest, they let them go. They let them go. Okay? Y'all go on over there. Y'all go over there and talk to Jesus. Yeah. You want to get some folks? I, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. I don't want. I don't want to talk about Jesus. I don't want to hear about Jesus. Go somewhere else with that. Well, go somewhere else. Shake the dust off your feet and go somewhere else. And keep being a testimony. Some of you sitting out there on TV, like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Turn, turn the station. Turn the station because you're convicted. Turn the, guess what? You can turn all you want. You can go where you want. But one day, every knee shall bow. And every tongue will confess that he is Lord. Everyone will see him, even those who pierced him in his side. He's going to come just like he, he's going to come, and you will see the piercings in his side. And you will say, he is Lord. For God has highly exalted him and gave him a name that's above every other name. Philippians 2 and 9. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. I don't believe it. Guess what? So what? You'll see. You will meet your maker one day and you will see. For it is appointed unto men. Hebrews 9, 27. It is appointed unto men to die once and after that the judgment. Who do you think is going to be at the judgment seat? Christ. Anyway, believe it or not. Now, verse 10. I'm in Acts 17. Then the brethren immediately, immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. When they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. What, what, what happened? What happened? They sent them to Berea from Thessalonica, which is about 5,000 miles. So they're sailing on the water, going to Berea. And what happened when they got there? Sent them by night. And when they arrived, they went where? Into the synagogue of the Jews. And when they arrived, they went where? They went to church. They went to church. When you get to where you're going, if you go somewhere else, stop by the house of the Lord. You on vacation, you visiting friends, stop by the house of the Lord. You got to get a refill. You're running on half a tank, quarter tank. Some of y'all running on fumes. You need a refill, a spiritual refueling, a spiritual revival. Stop off at the church. <laughs> Good news at the church. Fellowship, love, the word of God. Huh? I don't go to church now because them folks get it. Get it. You right, you right, you right, you right, you right. I don't go to church now because them folks. I used to say that too. And guess what? That's why God needs you. He needs you in the church because of them folks so you can help things out. Huh? It takes a village. 
Huh? Amen. Now, these were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, so these Jews were a little, a little bit more easier in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. So they searched the scriptures daily to find out if these things were so. What they were doing, they were studying. Check this out. Here's what you have to do. You have to study the word of God for yourself. 2 Timothy 3 and no, 2 and 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God. See, you're not studying. The, I'm not studying for, for, for you and, and, and for, to get the pats on the back and to get the accolades and, and for the preaching. I'm not studying that for you. I'm studying to get my approval unto God. Huh? He the one that says you're doing a good job or you're not. All, that, all that's well and good, but say, steady to show thyself approved unto God so God can recognize what you're doing. A workman that needed not be ashamed. See, a workman is someone doing this. I'm not talking about this. Okay, this is simple. I ain't talking about this. I'm talking about this. A workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You cannot divide the word, the word of truth if you don't know the truth. People can tell you anything. People, let me tell you, people come up to you. The word of God says this. Take a portion of a scripture and tell you that portion of the scripture is validated and, and it's all about God when other parts of the Bible may not relate to what they, what they want to say, to what they want you to believe, to what they want you to think. Don't be gullible. Steady to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not be ashamed. See, when you know, you have to be ashamed. I know for myself. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Can't nobody tell me nothing. You just can't tell me nothing. I had some people come up to me, some door knockers come up to me. I wasn't even, I wasn't a preacher then, but I knew enough. And they, they showed me a certain part of scripture and said, this is what this says. So keep reading. Read the whole context. Then read what it relates to. Read what they're talking about. Don't take nobody's word. Read it for yourself. Study, study, study. And they reason with the scriptures every day, okay? Now, because you want to know if it's the truth. Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Let's go back to Acts 17, verse 12. Therefore, many of them believed, and also not a few Greeks, prominent women as well as men. Many believed, men and women, Greeks, they believed in Jesus Christ and what Paul was preaching and teaching. He's turning the world upside down about Jesus Christ. Oh, check this out. Doing such a good job. What happened? But when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was preached by Paul at Berea, they came there also and stirred up the crowd. They are in Thessalonica. They are 30 miles apart. No, they, 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 they're more than that. They're about 5,000 miles apart. We hear, we hear Paul is over in Thessalonica preaching. Let's go. 
a whole gang of them. What they want to do? Stir up stuff. Sometimes people want to stir up stuff. Okay? And that's going to happen. But don't let them stir your spirit. Don't let them keep you from the battlefield. Don't let them don't let them make you stop serving the Lord. Don't quit. You know how the sermon I preach, don't give up, don't give up. Don't quit. Don't quit. You got to keep serving the Lord. I serve the Lord. I serve the Lord. You can stop me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I don't care what you do. You may put stumbling blocks in my way, obstacles in my way. They can do that. Uh, keep going over. Old song, now Lord, don't move, don't move this mountain, but give me the strength to climb it. This mountain I got to climb. Mountains you got to climb. Lord, don't move my mountain, but give me the strength to climb it. And Lord, don't take away my stumbling blocks, but lead me all around. Huh? Here we go, here we go. So the Jews come over to stir up stuff, but then immediately the brethren sent Paul away to go to the sea, but both Silas and Timothy remained there. They sent Paul away. Timothy and Silas were staying there. So those who conducted Paul brought him to Athens and receiving a command from Silas and Timothy to come to him with all speed. They departed. So Paul is now in Athens. He sends for Timothy and Silas to come to him. And next week, we're going to see what happens. Join us next week as Reverend Ray continues his teaching on the book of Acts. You can hear all Reverend Gray's teaching on the book of Acts at gospel1190.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.